Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I like Long Island iced teas. I like Long Island iced teas because they're more of a statement than they are a drink. You know, the bartender's saying, what'll you have? And you're saying, all of it. I'll take all of it. Put it in a tall weird glass. With a splash of Coca-Cola so no one can see how lonely I am inside. Mimosas are fun, too. Because if you're drinking champagne at 8 a.m., you're an alcoholic. But if you had orange juice, it's just an early brunch. But beware of this. Okay, some places will advertise bottomless mimosas. Let me just say this, okay? From personal experience, if by 10 a.m. you're so drunk that you're physically forcing your waiter to wear the French toast hat that you made him, you've reached the bottom of those mimosas. You've reached the rock bottom. That's uh, comedian T.J. Miller. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We'll be having bottomless mimosas a little later. Yeah. 7:34. Uh, you put a you put a ton of relationship work into into your uh, relationship with your dog, and they love you as a result. You know, you've uh, given them a kind of love that they've gotten used to, and they've come to depend on. And um, you feel loved as much as you love them, mm-hmm. but. If they had the choice between spending time with you and sniffing up on a strange dog, <laughs> uh, I have some sobering news. Wheelies. <laughs> yeah, a new study monitored dogs' brain scans and found that they get much more excited when they see a dog's face than their owner's face. Now, in their defense, the study also found our brains light up more when we see other people's faces than when we see our dog's face. But, yeah, evidently that is a real thing. Hmm. Also, this morning, there's going to be a lot of people awkwardly moving out of their apartments once this pandemic is over. Match.com just released the results of a new survey about how single people have been handling their getting-it-on needs during the quarantine and 24% say they have had sex with their, quote, non-romantic roommate. In other words... Convenience. You had two roommates who were stuck in the house together, who had been platonic up until that point, 
but they got it on for the first time during the shutdown. The survey also found 16% of single people say they've been getting it on with themselves more during the pandemic. That's probably not all that surprising. 26% of people have broken up with someone they've been dating during the pandemic. And 11% of people have gotten back together with their ex. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah. Well, you go to the familiar Ah. when you don't have anything. Sometimes you just go right back. You go to the familiar. And since we're talking about relationships, researchers polled 116 men and 145 women and asked them how likely they were to stay faithful in a relationship on a scale from one to seven. This was an interesting finding. They found that men with deep voices were more likely to admit they'd probably cheat at some point. Now, the people behind the study think it might have something to do with testosterone because guys with deeper voices tend to have more of it. And previous studies have found links between testosterone and cheating. I love young men like like teenagers who have the really deep voice and you can tell they're like working it. I was I was was at a checkout. I know I was getting checked. There is a a kid working a checkout and did you find everything you needed today? (laughs) I mean his was super deeper than yours, Jeff. And I'm like, yes I did. So I went out of my way to like super engage him. More than I normally do, just so I could hear him. Have a little fun. Talk. Yeah, because <laughs> you could tell it was all very purposeful. Yeah. Cute. Did yeah, you the do re- that? Did you do that when you were younger and playing with your voice at all? Didn't have to. You didn't. You didn't. But I mean, did you kind of... Only read? until somebody called attention to it, and then I'm like, why, thank you. <laughs> really? Do you think so? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> but you think you use, I have a very mature yeah. voice? Did you use the radio voice, though, like when you were picking up chicks? No. Oh, yes, you did. Really? Uh, that kind of thing didn't work with girls. Didn't? Mm-mm. I don't know if you've heard about me, but I'm on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't on the radio during those years. You know, I did I did a summer. I had a summer job when I was 16. And that was it. I was kind of out of it until I was 18, 20, almost 20 years old before I got back into it. So there was a long period there in high school that I had nothing to do with it. Mm. But, you know, maybe like when I worked at the... So our high school, the town that I lived in, our high school had a 10-watt educational student-run radio station that I was too young to work at. But they made an exception for me because I showed such interest. So as early as the fourth grade, they kind of kept me around as sort of like an intern, as someone who would, you know, answer the phones, Mm -hmm. put the vinyl albums away because that's what they used for music. 
might empty out the wastebasket, you know, mm-hmm. do a food run or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that continued on through most of junior high school, and it kind of ended in the ninth grade. And you then took a break. I took a break, and then outside of that one summer that I had when I was sixteen as a newsroom assistant, I was out of it until I got back in at age twenty. Yeah. The researchers admit that this study was a very small sample size, so it doesn't really prove anything. And they didn't find any link between women's cheating habits and how high or low their voice is. But the research continues. <laughs> um, here's another one. If you buy yourself a chastity belt. Okay. Why? Tell me more. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, if you go down that. That path of kinkiness, and, and you some think people it sounds do. Sounds like fun, sure. Yeah, could be, you know, your thing. Some people do, but those who have, I'm guessing you weren't planning on this. A team of security researchers in the UK just found a flaw in what we're talking high tech male chastity chastity belts on the market. There's one called the Cellmate, and it's controlled by an app. But a team oh, that secu- sounds like a problem right there. I know. <laughs> Already, I'm out. Yeah, a team of security researchers in the UK found a flaw in, in the app's code that could let hackers remotely lock every single one of these chastity belts at the same time. And there's no manual override. So all the mm. dudes would need to, to be Mm-mm. power sawed out of them, basically, which is obviously really dangerous. Just looking at chastity belts. Yep. <laughs> No, thanks. At first, I thought those were chandeliers, but Jesus, they're not. Look at these. Yeah, that does not look comfortable at all, does it? Oh, those look pretty. That one with the teeth. Clampy. <laughs> if you guys want a good laugh today, just Google chastity belts and hit images. Fortunately, oh. the uh, security team found the flaw before the hackers did, and the <laughs> company that makes the cellmate was able to patch it up to make it more secure. I'm not sure if this story is going to motivate you to buy a high-tech, possibly hackable male chastity belt, but if you want one, you can get a new patched cellmate for around 100 Boy, they're not cheap. $190. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Dang, that is a lot of money. Bella is looking for a second date update with a guy named Dave. Hey, Bella, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How's it going? It's going good. Thanks for asking. So tell us about Dave. How'd you meet him and... How'd the first date go? Okay, buckle in. Uh-oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> I met Dave on Tinder, as one does during these times. It was a hookup, nothing serious. That's what we were there for. Okay. Just one of those fun times. So we met for drinks, and we just we went back to his place for a couple of hours, which, I mean, honestly, looking at his house kind of should have been a red flag for me. I wasn't looking for anything except, like, a fun night, you know? There was just something about him. I kind of can't stop thinking about him. Can you go back a little uh, bit? Can you go back to what you said, something about his house? Because you said you had drinks, you went back to his place. And what was it about his house that you said should have been a sign? It was just really, like, messy. And there was, like, I don't know, just not my vibe. Like, it was just it was just really unorganized. It looked like he doesn't really do much of anything to clean it. <laughs> okay, so further reinforcing your fact that this would not be anything more than a random hookup. Is that what you're saying? Correct, yes. You okay. Know. There was just something about him, though, that, like, towards the end of the night, I was like, oh, okay, I can see myself liking this guy, and now I just kind of can't stop thinking about him. It's like my first time at Skyline Chili. I didn't really <laughs> like it. <laughs> like, this tastes weird. 
I'm not from here. And then two days later, I was craving it. It was so bizarre. And now I'm hooked on it. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. You get it. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, he was he was like laid back and cool and funny. And I felt like we had really, really good chemistry. But again, I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure. That could have just been me being lonely for so long. Um, I don't know. We just had a really good time. I even told him when I was leaving my place that I knew we had kind of made an understanding that this was just like a hookup, but I told him that I'd like to see him again. He seemed surprised, though, of course. Surprised as in, really? Well, I mean, yeah, because we both went into it, you know, thinking like, all right, this is going to be like a one-off thing, and here I am saying, like, I want to see you again. Yeah, but was it, you know, I'd like to see you again, but only as a continued random hookup? Or, I'd like to see you again and maybe be friends. I think, mm, <laughs> I don't know. I can. I think at the time I was saying it as like, a, okay, well, you're kind of cool. Like, I'd like to see you again, you know. Yeah. Let's just go out again. Mm-hmm. Um, he smiled and said that was cool. So, That's cool. I don't know. In my head, that was like a yes. Well, it's not a no. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so how long um, ago was that? That was maybe like, God, I want to say three weeks ago. Shut oh, up. Wow. Oh, wow. You've been you festering. For sure. For a bit. Yeah. I mean, I've texted him a few times, and he hasn't gotten back to me, so I really don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't have any idea. I kind of want to call him and figure it out. <laughs> All right, so just to be clear, you went into this expecting just a one-time random hookup, like a one-and-done but the guy kind of grew on you for whatever reason, and you thought, all right, I'd like to see this guy again. Yeah. Not really sure why or to what extent, but you're disappointed it's been three weeks and you haven't heard from him. Because I figure, you know, people who get into these hookup relationships where you're pretty much just sort of casual friends with benefits, it's kind of how these often go. Like, they disappear for a couple of months, and then they sort of resurface, and then they disappear. And that's and that's okay, as long as both parties are on the same page. You know, when I mentioned it to him, he did say, like, all right, that's, you know, just kind of like smiled at me and I kind of got a good vibe and I, I really did feel like we had chemistry. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just that's just me. Maybe that's what I took from it. You'll hear back from him on Friday evening, maybe around midnight. Yeah. <laughs> well, the bars close <laughs> now at 11, so yeah. it'll be more like 1045. Yeah, 1045, <laughs> right before you get your Uber on the way home and you can meet him there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but I'm curious. I'd like to hear what he thinks. I would, too, honestly. I mean, it's been a while since I've I've gotten sex back, so. Yeah. Anything else we need to know, then, before we take the break? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's it. Okay, so that's what we'll do. We'll put you on hold. Fritch will pick up and get the phone number from you, and then when we come back, we'll call Dave and see what he thought of Bella and his random hookup with her. And Second Date Update continues next on Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.